Good morning, I'm Harley Schlanger from the LaRouche Organization with your daily update for March 31st, 2022. We're at a point today where we have to make a fundamental change in how we think and act in the world. And by we, I'm talking to those of you who are frustrated, who are angry, demoralized and depressed by the current situation where it seems as though there's not much that can be done to stop the powers that be from putting us into new wars, possibly a nuclear war and a new depression and uh, impose austerity and scarcity on us. The question is, for many of you, how can we defeat this Davos crowd or the, the city of London, Wall Street, Silicon Valley and the corporate cartels that, that march with them? They, after all, control the military industrial complex. They control the media and the narrative. So we have to take a, a second to step back and look at this big picture to get a strategy for winning this fight. And to do that, I want to just take you back for a second to what happened after 9-11. Because the U.S. changed then. The point is that 9-11 should have been seen as an intelligence failure. The, there were whistleblowers at the National Security Agency, such as Bill Binney, who were warning that the approach we were taking to tracking terrorists was incompetent and would lead to a disaster. Binney was right, and he was prosecuted for being right. But what they were pointing to is the fact that they knew something was coming, but they didn't act to stop it. And when I say they, I mean the people running the Bush administration, the Rumsfelds, the Cheneys, and the neoconservatives who wanted more war. So they used the attacks to change the country, to use the emotion to push through policies which were terrible for the country, which went against our fundamental traditions. For example, shortly after 9-11 in September 2001 was the Patriot Act, which expanded the surveillance state using the excuse of fighting terrorism. This was a fraud. The CIA had been in bed with terrorists going back to Afghanistan in the 1980s. Uh, we're still in bed with terrorists in Syria and elsewhere. So, you know, that was a fraud. But that was used then to justify the October 2001 invasion of Afghanistan and then the 2003 invasion of Iraq, both on false pretenses. But it was the beginning of the endless war policy and an escalation of a policy of regime change, including Libya in 2011 and Ukraine in 2014, and the long effort to overthrow the Assad government in Syria. And along with this came censorship and media narratives, the so-called fact checkers, who essentially let lies pass and, and stamp out the truth. So there's a general feeling of helplessness. Now keep in mind that in January 2001, before Bush was inaugurated, Lyndon LaRouche warned that we were about to experience some kind of attack. He said that the economic crisis would deepen under Bush and that there would be a Reichstag fire type provocation that would be used to enact emergency decrees. He was exactly right. But here's what he said at a conference on May 4th in 2001 in addressing the Bush administration, which was the uh, push for a unipolar world on steroids. Uh, LaRouche gave a speech in Germany winning the, ecumenical, winning the ecumenical battle for the common good. And here's what he said, 
Quote, we come to a point of crisis. What is the alternative to sitting back and either pretending this isn't happening or to simply complain about its happening and protest wildly? Now, humanity is different than the animals. Animals under these conditions would simply go crazy. But except for some of my opponents, human beings are not animals. He continued, human beings are cognitive. And the characteristic of history is that when mankind uses his brain, his mind, and exchanges concepts with others, which define an alternative to an impossible situation, mankind will adopt an intention, a governing intention of action to make some innovation in institutions to try to solve the problem. Therefore, the most essential thing at this point, he concluded, is ideas. Then he went on a step further. But that's not enough. You also have to provide a clear image of the feasible alternative. What do we do instead? Now, the Schiller Institute has just offered a feasible alternative that's available on our website, and we'll have a link at the bottom of the description page here, titled The LaRouche Plan for a New International Economic Architecture. It's a blueprint for discussion, using the ideas and method of Lyndon LaRouche to have an approach to economic policy, which starts by junking the present system. Now, many agree with that. Many people are unhappy with it. They know it's a fraud, that it's creating a handful of billionaires and impoverishing the rest of the planet. What we have to do is forge a consensus, an international consensus for a new system. Now, I know many of you are going to start protesting. Why do we need an international system? Why can't we just do it here? Well, take a look at the U.S. today. Look at the leaders in this country, the Congress, the media. You trust people in power now to act in your interest? You have the, the media, the Congress, the academics, the think tank. What they're promoting is groupthink, either to support the neoliberal war hawk uh, consensus or to, to induce helplessness and despair. Here's the important point. The rest of the world is moving on. While we're stuck for the moment in the United States with the Biden administration, with the imbeciles in Congress, the, the immoral cretins running the media, and so on, the rest of the world is shifting. The transatlantic world has a strategy. Destroy Russia. Ask yourself why. To defend Ukrainians? Since when did the establishment in the United States come to the aid of people in another country, except to sell weapons and to carry out more war and economic destruction? Now, what they're doing in Ukraine is trying to stop an alternative to the systemic failure that their system is going through right now. The collapse of their looting operation. It's underway. The more nations they sanction, the more incentive there is to break out of this collapsing system. You have Russia, India, and China in the lead. They're not prepared to break with the dollar system, or they weren't before but they may have no alternative now but to do that. You can add countries like Indonesia, Nigeria, Algeria, Argentina, Brazil, and South Africa to the list that are moving against the Anglo-American consensus. Possibly the Saudis, the Qataris, 
What about the Germans and the French and the Italians? This is happening while the Americans and most people in North America are wringing their hands in despair. The world is moving on. As Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, said the other day, the old order is disappearing. The question then for all of us is, what do we do? Now, Biden may not know this is happening, but those pulling his strings do know it's happening. So we in the West need to have the courage to pull the plug on this bankrupt system. The starting point for this is download our report, study it. If there are things you don't understand, ask us about it. If there are things you disagree with us on, let's discuss them. But join with us to organize for our April 9th conference to build a consensus for a new strategic and financial architecture. This system is finished. The question is, will humanity go down with it as the greedy, corrupt cabal that's running the West is committed to, if necessary, fighting a war with Russia and China to preserve their collapsing system? You have to change your thinking about Russia and China if you still believe there are enemies. Their enemies are your enemies. They're opposing this collapsing system. Why do you think the media is so focused on the demonizing of Putin and Xi Jinping? So help us develop what LaRouche called for, a clear image of the feasible alternative. Start by reading our report, discussing it with us, and join our efforts for the April 9th conference. There'll also be a link for the registration to that conference at the bottom of the description page. Now, tomorrow is Friday, so I'll take your questions. You can send me your questions at harleysch at gmail.com. And also, I'll have a bit of a report for you to start with on the complete idiocy of the German political establishment as they face the prospect of the meltdown of the German energy grid.